Hello, hello. How are you today? I am very well, Meg. I'm well fed. I've got a cup of tea. Yes, and we're in the same room we're with in the each same other. Room. It's been a little while. But yes. Hopefully the sound will be a bit better this week than last yes, week. Yes, It's always a bit tricky when it's over Zoom. It's not as good. It is not as good. But so we'd rather we've get even, it out than be perfectionist. We're sort of wearing matching outfits, so we've pretty much got our mics at about the same we spot. We did arrive today in matching <laughs> blue linen shirts. <laughs> it's that kind of weather. It's that it kind is. of vibe. It is. So, what's the best thing you ate today? Well, oh, this week. Give it away because you told me what it's going to be. What's the best thing I ate this week? Um, well, I actually think it is this week because that was lunch and it was delicious. It was. And good. we just made, we did our salad building salad. So, when this podcast comes out, You'll all see it on Instagram. <laughs> it was fun. So, we just sort of made our little toppings, which yeah. I would normally have in the cupboard having made them. Yeah. Like the pickled onion and the nut seedy thing that we yes. made. The things I often have in the cupboard in the fridge anyway. And you can buy both those things in jars. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So if I think. You don't um, want to make it yourself. Yeah, so it was, you know, I had a bit of cos lettuce and um, tomato, capsicum, the pickled onion, avocado, carrot, Man. cucumber. Like nice loin ham, that's right. And then the crunchy seedy mix and the pickled onion had all the pickly juice. And some fennel. Fennel in with that and some delicious whole egg mayo and some really crusty delicious sourdough bread. It was delicious. It was really good. It's not the best thing I ate this week, but it was very good. I'm glad it's your one. Yeah, yeah. No, it is. It really – and I'm I'm always a little bit of a – I sort of can skate across lunch sometimes and not – like just eat like enough to get through and – I always notice how much better I feel. I mean, you energy bother to have Who a knew? decent lunch. <laughs> well, you knew actually. I did know. We knew. And this is a perfect <laughs> example of knowledge not equaling what we actually do all the time. So, yeah, so it was absolutely scrumptious and I feel quite good. Well, lovely. Yes. Well, how about you? Well, mine's on the same sort of vibe. Um, and I'm actually struggling. So, I have with the heat, so again, it's, we've had another really hot few days um and so for dinners i thought i would hit the recipe tin eats salad chapter so she's got a chapter called meal worthy salads oh yes um and so i have made three or four of those in the last little while in, this, in the last week in that one. yeah oh. so that one, i might, didn't make that one again because yeah, i needed yeah. to click on so i've made yep. her one there's a i think it's called the coyote which has like a sesame dressing mm-hmm. there was a prawn bliss which has a um, it's really similar to the dressing you might make for like a Thai beef salad. So your lime, yes. your fish sauce and your bit of sugar. But you put it in coconut milk, like Ooh. coconut cream. So it's really creamy. And that Yum. was that was delicious. Apple and um, yes. bombok cabbage. I'm sorry. Did you just say apple, Meg? I did say apple. Who are you? Who are I know. You? I'm normally I don't like fruit. What have you done with I your friends who does is... not like fruit and fruit salad? And... I know. I, apple apple in coleslaw is it's yeah, the exception. Yeah, yeah. So apple, a green apple is the exception to yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very okay, strong okay. rule of mine. No fruit in my salad. No mango. Keep your fruit. No. <laughs> you know what? There is a salad that we have at Christmas, um, which is avocado prawn mango oh, yeah, with like yeah, a. Yeah. I don't know what the dressing is. I don't make it. My mum or my sister make it, <laughs> and I like that one. So I've got two exceptions. Right. But so I think my favourite one though was um, which one was it? Oh, just the Vietnamese chicken salad. Oh yeah, has that got roasted like peanuts and yeah, yes, yeah. the it's crunchy so noodles. No, it doesn't. It doesn't have the crunchy noodles. We yeah, had it with, with, with some rice on the side, um, but it's just all those flavors. I love yep. coriander, your mint. Yeah, it's crunchy. It's zesty. Yes. It was really good. Do you know what would be good? 
in there. Mm-hmm. You know when in the salad where you do the puffed like wild rice? Oh, yes. That would add a that good in. crunch Those in little that. wormy things. They oh, look yeah. like worms. They, are not they worms. do not taste like worms. They, they would be good crunch in that and they yeah. stay crunchy even with the dressing yeah. for a little while. There's a Thai salad that we do that's got those, I think you, you I think in the recipe you fry up like oh, strips of yes. wonton, paper, wonton oh, papers. Cool. But you can also buy, you know, Chang's fried noodles. Yeah, which are also uh, yeah, and delicious. So delicious. And yeah, mm. so was a salad. So here we are talking salads. Here we are talking you do salads. In, like delicious salads. It is one of the great, it's probably not in the top three of the great crimes of diet culture that salad's been destroyed. But no, but it is right It's up, up there. there. <laughs> you know, I mean, people's lives are destroyed. That's, yeah, that's right. That's, that's, that's more that's important. further up there. But, um, yeah, just the loss of, you know, yeah. enjoyment of something, especially in this hot weather. Oh, totally. I love, so we, a lot of the salad things, you can prep a lot of it in advance as long as you don't put the dressing on in advance. So everything else is sort of, yes. so we've had like cricket training this week. Um, and so you have it sort of prepped. Yep. And then you go out and you come you back and you just, just throw it all together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you sit outside and it's still hot and you just have a cold dinner yeah. and it was beautiful yeah well like i was saying to you before the girls i used to work with that was that was like our office manager first thing in the week she would do would be to get this like great big sort of salad thing mixed ready to go Mm. all of the veggie stuff and then yeah throughout the week they would either add like four bean mix yeah cool or tuna or yeah but the the basic? basis was already there. Yeah. It's like that mason jar phase. You remember the mason jar phase? Yes. Like food prep. And I think diet culture, again, has ruined food prep. Yes. Because it's like prep to keep yourself on track or to keep yes. it. I'm doing lots of inverted commas here. Or to keep yourself yeah. doing the right thing or to yeah. stop you from eating those other things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As opposed to, no, this can actually be a really good self-care choice. Right back to what you were saying at the beginning yeah. of you may not actually prioritise doing a, a yeah. lunch for yourself. I'll skip through. Um, you'll just sort of push through, whereas... I'm going to just stop that dishwashing noise in the background. I'm hoping that the noise cancelling is taking it out, but why not? Um, it can actually be like a genuine from self-care yes, route. which is why we um, did our meal prep challenge twice. Exactly. And yeah. why we did the salad build in the first place. Yep. Is this can actually be a lovely, enjoyable yeah. self-care yep. choice. Yep. So that might be aligned with your health yes. values as well. Yes, indeed. So we'll put the... Especially off the back of the our podcast last week talking about the goal that this guy oh. had of trying to get, you know, more plant, get yes. more plant-based foods. Yeah. Aiming for, you know, his, he put the number 30 on it. I'm yeah, not yeah. counting. No. But we did, because we were talking about it, we did count our salad that we had for lunch and it was like 9 or 10. Uh, yeah. It's great. Yeah. Yep, indeed. I know. I think it was 11. There you go. Even better. I know. Yeah. I mean, you know. Salad. Delicious. It's delicious. Um, so anyway, yeah, we'll, we're actually answering a list of questions today. We've yes, very distracted talking we about salads. We have, I know, we'll post some laughing with salad photos. <laughs> we did um, do that. And our salads actually looked more delicious. Where's the laughing with salad memes? They're just lettuce. Central. It's like it's laughing with lettuce, right? Laughing like, with a bowl of lettuce. <laughs> oh, um, so we had a question on the, off the back of our um webinar that we did for the Butterfly Foundation. Um, So uh, now I don't know, probably don't use the name because we don't necessarily wish to share the name, Um, Um, but here was our question. The person got in contact about their child, their 14-year-old, and this child eats a fairly limited number of foods and is quite averse to trying anything new, even like within brands. Um, They have been assessed as being neurotypical and they've been fussy since the age of six. 
So the parent who got in contact with us, they try and add new things in and as we were talking about and expose um, the child to new things on the child's plate with no success and it might be somewhere where we come back to. Um, so professionals in the past have said there's no problem. Obviously the parent has concerns because there's very little fruit, very little veg and, and very little meat. Um, and so they've given like three um, examples of the things that this child will eat, um, which are pumpkin soup, zucchini slice, and an occasional fruit smoothie, um, banana smoothie. So mm. any advice? So I guess we need to start with, you know, we can't really give individualised advice. Of course not. Advice. We don't, definitely don't have enough background information. Um, so if you're listening, um, you might have tried some of the stuff we're suggesting. Yes. That's fine. Yeah. Um, so this is, yeah, general, um, I guess, the broad sort of what can lead to this sort, sort of, of stuff. presentation. What would we suggest broadly for most people in this situation? And what would we definitely not suggest? Yeah. <laughs> um, but where to for probably further help? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and maybe some suggestions about reducing the stress about it as yes. well. Yes. Yeah. Um, all right, so maybe let's just start with like sort of what's normal in terms of fussy, fussy or, or I like picky. it, like selective. Yeah, selective eating selective. I think is a good term. I think that's an Ellen Satter term. We'll put her website. I'm writing it down. Good on you, Meg. <laughs> um, we'll put her website um, in the show notes because she is probably the grandmother of all of this um, child besides parent provides yeah. um, approach. Um, but it's fairly normal um, for toddlers, preschoolers, to develop some fussiness and some fears around foods and maybe rejection of foods that they've previously quite happily accepted. Yes. And often the um, this kind of coincides also with that sort of reduction in that really high growth yes, period. So they right. actually don't need as much food as they were yeah, eating yeah, yeah. at eight months when yeah. they're two. So there's, and, and that can be one of the things, can't it? Whereas um, there's fear that comes in that suddenly volume has dropped off. Yes, that, that must and be. And interest problem. might have dropped off, and some overstepping the boundaries on behalf of the parents totally can actually mean that the child completely backs off even further. Yes, the more so, pressure we put on, usually yes. the narrower and narrower yeah, yeah, the repertoire yeah. becomes. Yeah, so that can like it's pretty normal for like broadly children to become a bit sort of more timid hmm. about everything at yeah. that age and yeah. food is included That's right. and at the same time they actually you know, need, need, need a bit less, less too. Um, also timing-wise it's quite often around the time if there's going to be more than one child in the family that a sibling might mm -hmm. arrive. Um, I remember um, must have been Simone Emery who was playing with food. I'm not sure that's still going but if it is I'll put it in the show notes. Yes. Um, had this, you know, enter, I think the name of the blog post was uh, enter new baby, enter fussy eating. Yes. <laughs> and I think it's, you know, it's so true that, you know, if I'm if I'm a toddler and I'm just sort of sitting in a little high chair and happily eating my food, well, mum's really busy. She's playing with a new baby. She's not playing with a new baby. She's playing with a new baby. <laughs> she's cleaning up. She's whatever is feeding. She's running around doing all sorts of yeah. stuff. Or everyone is doing that. Um, so if I sit here happily eating my food, oh, but if yeah. I don't, mum's right here. She's here. She's like, here comes the airplane. Yeah, she's yeah, giving yeah. me all her focus, all her attention. It can get 
Um, which feels so good for them. Yeah. Kids don't care if it's sort of a positive or negative change and they just want you right yeah. there. And it feels like, I mean, I think it gets a very good reaction, doesn't oh, it? The, you, the, it's like when they learn to say no and everyone <laughs> just goes, oh, no. The day I bought, so we were like, my eldest was fairly late on the no um, stuff. The day we bought uh, his little brother home from hospital was the first day he just turned around to me and said no when I asked him. I can't remember what I asked him to do and I just went, Oh, it begins like literally the day I got home from so hospital funny. with number two. Oh my goodness! Oh, that's very funny. And he was a month off being two. There you go. I know. Um, so I think yeah, I think it's important to know like that that is normal, and yes. that if we can manage our own <gasps> panic reaction, because yeah. of course we're worried. Yes, of course we are. Yeah, we love our children and we want them to eat and thrive. And but then not in, not inadvertently actually increase yeah, the, name, the enjoyment of the excitement and the goodness of not eating. Yes, that's um, right. Exactly. For them, so trying to keep yeah, it really yeah. neutral whether yeah. they eat or not. not yeah. Um, yeah, can yeah. the same reaction from Keeping us. our wise mind. In Very the, difficult yeah. in yeah, sleep-deprived yeah. state, but yes. Very much. So what are other things that can sort so of think, lead to this young and then perhaps yes. even older? Because I was surprised um, that it sort of kicked out at six. So yes. that's when she's identified it that kicking is, off, which is a bit later than yeah. I guess, the really typical stuff. Yes, it is much more typical early on. Um, so physiological, physi- that, was a, oh, that was hard. <laughs> Physiology, I suppose. So things like teething or for babies, a tongue tie, so mm-hmm. feeding difficulty. Yeah. Um, and kids with um, reflux that's yeah, undiagnosed. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. Yeah, so that feeding has become really uncomfortable or actually mm. perhaps painful. Um, teething, that's yeah, teething Yeah, already. so teething, that sort of thing. But then also some, like, developmental stuff, that oral motor mm. development. And I remember learning about, like, the importance of the child being able to move the tip of their tongue to their back tooth to clear mm. food like that to be able to collect it into yeah. what they call a bolus so they can swallow it. It's so a lot of movement, from lateral movement yeah. of your tongue. You've got to be yeah. able to move it all around. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I think it in that, you know, I think it's probably not something that any of us without being maybe a speechy, mm. speech and language pathologist or therapist, would necessarily recognise. Yeah. We wouldn't. Might see pocketing. You might sort of see kids like yep. half an hour or two hours later they've yeah, still got the yeah. food sitting in their yes. cheek. Yeah. Um, that's often a bit of a sign that they're having trouble yeah. managing. But so, also this um, breathe, swallow stuff. If there's yeah. like, like um, really annoyed tonsils, yeah. breathing stuff, that's, um, yes. coordinating, if chewing, swallowing breathe, and breathing. Swallowing is going to be really hard. Yes. And if something's going to get you, it's breathing. Yeah, that's right. Breathing will get you first. We will prioritise breathing. Yes. And that comes back to sometimes you get really unhelpful suggestions from people. Mm -hmm. Other parents often, unfortunately, oh, give them to me for a weekend. They'll eat with, you know, (laughs) right. Or just, you know, um, a healthy child won't refuse Uh food. Yeah, they do all the time. And that's why they end up with a peg. So, you know, like I think that's it is really important not to just go, oh, it's okay, it's all normal. It may be like in the first instance, right? All right, this seems about the right about the time that this would happen. Um, oh yeah, there's some teething going. On. If it persists, then definitely yeah. an assessment. Or it starts to causing other problems. Like are they getting chronically constipated? Are they getting yes. iron deficient? Like is yes, it actually yes. leading to yeah, yeah, some other stuff that could have a bit of a bigger yeah, impact? Definitely. So, um, but yes, yeah, so the, it, eating is actually quite complicated. Really complicated. Yeah, and a sensory thing. Yes. So you know, it's it's got it's sound. All there. It's got <laughs> smell. It's got color. 
it changes. So you've yeah. got food in, it looks like one thing, and kids take it back out. <laughs> it looks different. And it looks completely different, you know. And so there's a lot going on. And so if you've got like a child that's sort of hypersensitive, they might have some feeding stuff. So, um, And then psychological stuff. So if there's been a... Like a <laughs> we might just, you know, pause for a moment maybe. <laughs> Yep, that was the post. <laughs> so, so yeah, like psychological, like a choke. Mm, and yep. that can be frightening for the child and absolutely frightening for the parent. Absolutely. And, you know, like that then can really disrupt that feeding relationship. Um, but, yeah, that's sort of, they're probably. That's sort of really sort of much, early, like sort of really, really yes. typical common early yes, stuff in that, that we sort of toddler preschooly age and like we said this person that's that's contacted us their child's selectiveness really kicked in around age six mm. which is older than you'd expect yeah um but doesn't necessarily mean there's some drama oh or terrible yeah that's thing. right it may just be <laughs> starting school yeah who knows yeah, like exactly. and that's why i guess we can't make this but i wonder if it could be also yeah at that age now if it has been overly selective but a little bit has heard bubbled. that yes. or she won't you know any sort of comments of oh she won't eat that when you put something yes. in front of her and starting to get that brain development yes. of identifying as a bit of a fussy eater that happens a lot actually All the time. you hear that whereas you know the dynamic of the family has been that the child mm. uh, they are a bit selective nothing that anyone would ever really maybe no. worry about but yeah that language of oh they won't eat that yeah and you're like, oh, well, guaranteed oh, now. now. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Um, and so, yeah, that development of an identity as a mm. fussy eater. I'm Jane, I'm, I'm a fussy eater. <laughs> or I don't like, I don't like that. Yeah. You know? And I think that is linked. So uh, what a question that I would have for this mum is, you know, are there other areas of life where this child is hesitant or mm-hmm. reluctant or a little bit anxious or yeah. wants to get things right? So, again, that sort of. Are there a bit of a temper? Is it a temperament? Is there a bit of a temperament about um what happens if I don't want to eat it? Like, yep. what if it, and, and do they have a safe out? Like, yeah. if I put it in my mouth, yep. am I allowed to spit it out? If I've got in trouble for spitting things out before, yep. that's I don't like that, so I'm not going to put this in my mouth. Yes. So actually creating a safe out for our yeah, kids, a washer yeah, yeah. or a tissue, or you're allowed to put it on your plate, you're allowed to throw it around, you're allowed to be just disgusting about it, but is there yeah. a safe out that Weird. once it's in, yes. ooh, can it go out yes. um, as well? Yeah, so I think, yeah, that like that is, I think, such an important strategy Um for being able to take risk. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Because so, um, there are risks, right? You know, if you eat a pound of blueberries, you might have a really beautiful, crispy, sweet one. They might have a squishy one. They oh, might yeah. have a really sour one. Yeah, and then yeah. you might like, it's like, what? So yes. the unpredictability of, so the classic things that people, that kids struggle with often there is, is fruits and veggies. Yeah. Um, but maybe I have a banana, which is pretty much the same every time yes. if you get the skin colour right. Yes, yes. Um, but... Outside of that, yes. like you can't tell on the outside if this apple's going to be flowery or it's going to be crispy and delicious exactly until you bite into right. it and go, Oh, you know, if you bite in and it's got a like, brown right in the middle, yeah. oh, that's horrifying. <laughs> Done. <laughs> oh, my goodness. It's going straight in the bin. Um, so, yeah, I think for parents to be, um, and I, like I noticed in the question that the, the exposure that the child is having is the food is going on their plate. Hmm. So one of the things would be, you know, maybe serving things up like more like that family style. Yeah. So the child can choose to put it on their plate or, or not. They can have that so learn, like a learning learning plate or a tasting plate or a 
getting to know you plate, whatever yeah. it might be. And by 14, that's going to feel a bit silly. They're probably not going to want to do that. That's quite they true. They might, but yeah. they um, also might not. So, But at yeah. least if it's just there and it's hey, at any point. Yes. And we're not going to have a song and dance about it. Yeah. Because that's the other thing. There's a bit of risk, I think, for kids. Um, when we talk about pressure, we might come back and talk a bit more about pressure. Um, pressure can be... If you have a song and dance because I did it, oh yeah, I'm now going to feel like I have to do it all the time. Yes. Or it's like, what's your reaction going to yes, be? So it can actually yes. be almost like a positive pressure. It's not always yeah. Yeah. you have to eat it or you you're not having your dessert until you yes. have your veggies. Like we we sort of understand that level of pressure, yeah. But just the pressure if, of doing oh, something different. Oh, you've done such a great! Oh my soul, I'm so proud of you. Like that. Exactly. Like, oh, I'm not and doing again, that again. That, like I guess knowing the temperament of your child. <laughs> totally. So some kids will really respond to that. Yeah. Yay. Um, and others will just go shrink. Yeah. Like, never no, again. <laughs> this is awful. Um, yes, yeah, so oh, there was something I was just thinking of and I can't think of what it was. Anyway, it'll come back to me. It will. Um, yes, so I think the how we um, offer or hmm. expose and how, the, you know, levels of interaction with the food. Yes. So it doesn't, like eating is, you Late. Know, it's like you, late. there's all these other steps to yes, get through first. Yes. Something I often do with um, younger kids um, in this area as well and again by 14 I mean some of this might work up to you you know you kid um is having these instances where they play with interact with least smell maybe touch, yes. touch and taste the food when they know for sure they don't have to eat it yes like 100 yes. they know they don't have to eat yeah. it so it might even be like with little kids actually kissing goodbye to the food before they put it in the bin yeah the yeah meal. yeah i pick it up with my hands and kiss it goodbye and put it in the bin yeah um bye bye i'm not eating you steak yes bye bye i'm not eating you carrot yeah. um or in in preparation as well yeah. sometimes food play or what we did um um, I've talked about this before, so my apologies if I'm a broken record. Um, at about this time of year, when they're moving out, of, oh, a bit earlier probably, uh, this is years ago now though, but when I was moving out of the Imperial Mandarins being oh, yes. um, around, yes. and they were such a lunchbox, so easy, so cute, easy yep. to peel, not many, pretty consistently good, yep. no seeds, yep. happy days. And then they were gone, but there was yes. about six other different types of yes. mandarins, and I'm like, I don't know about these mandarins. Yeah. Um, so we bought like a bunch of each, and we sort of sat down with a little grid yes. um, and said, okay, was it easy to peel? Mm-hmm. What did it taste like? How many seeds? Yep. Is it suitable as a yes. lunchbox choice? And we all just sort of rated it ourselves. Yep. And then it was different, but I just said, okay, cool, these are the ones I can buy to put in lunchboxes. Yes. Um, and if there was a kid that who didn't eat mandarins, they may have at least sat there, had a smell, yes. peeled Being it, had a play. It. They may have eaten it in that context. Yep. They might not have, and yep. that's fine. Um, but again, having those low pressure, let's develop the curiosity and try to have some sort of engagement with the food. So now they talk, um, in that SOS training about a Mm -hmm. food detective approach. Oh, cute. Like, especially with those children that are older. So, you know, and it might've been a really long time since they've actually eaten any of these things Mm. to zoom out and go, well, hang on a second. Let's, you know, if we're hyper fixated on like, say the tiny black seeds in the kiwi fruit. Yes. (laughs) Let's hang on. Let's look at the whole thing, the whole fruit. Like, and what does it look like? What do I? What do I think it's going to taste like? Mm. What is? You know, what do I think is? So, just to, you know, again, take that pressure off eating it, but just to give us an opportunity to look at it differently. Yeah, nice. Um, and also, um, what might help make it more appealing to you? Yes. As well. Hey, this is a lot yep. like this thing that you do like. Yeah. What might make it more yes. appealing yeah. um, to you? Are we going to dip it in sauce? Are we going to dip it in a dip? Are we going to? My youngest whatever. child is probably my least um, adventurous veggie eater. And 
she, I mean, she's got a reasonable range, but the thing that she really quite liked and she discovered it herself was raw carrot dipped in mayonnaise. Oh, right. You know, Lovely. stick yeah. like, you nice. know, and she makes like a dollop of mayonnaise or she used to anyway, a little rays of sun <laughs> coming out. And, yeah, that, that autonomy to mm. go, you can change it. Yes. I think that language is... Um, Whether it's these like a bunch of different sources on the condiments on the yes, table or yes. whatever. And I, that's what I was thinking too, like that family style feeding, mm. like putting the individual things out for people to select also means you're not chucking so much away. Absolutely. You're not scraping a full plate of stuff totally. into it, which is And that's the only annoying. way that we are now at the point with our kids, like my youngest is nine, um, we're at the point now I can... Go to that recipe book, which I'm pointing out because Susan has it in her yes, kitchen. Yes, yes. And I can just make the salad and I can throw all the stuff in together. Yes. It's because way back that. when every single component of that would have been in separate. Yeah. So if you're, you know, cooking for this book and you've got littlies, don't throw it all in together. Yes, yes. <laughs> every, lots of little bowls, all separate, and yeah. people can put on their plate. Yeah what they want, um, and then you're modelling, hey, I put this all together and that's how I like it. Yeah. Um, and, again, we've probably mentioned it's like it's why often when people have sort of kids who are really, really, um, well, they might be sort of fussy or picky or selective, whatever you want to call it, um, but tack on a hit. Yes, that's right. <laughs> um, it's like, yes. yeah, it's, again, that autonomy, they can choose, they don't have to yep. put everything on it. Yeah. Um, yep. So, again, trying to create that sort of yes. vibe. Yeah. Um, the other thing I wanted to think, I just wanted to pick up with this um, inquiry that we've got, is that the three things she's put out there that are zucchini slice, the smoothie, and the, and the sort of pumpkin soup, soup um, texturally, yes, not a lot going on. Yeah, yeah, um, not chewy. So again, that, that sort of strength, like, are we have we got a strong chewing jaw? Yeah, yeah. Um, is that or has that gotten a bit lazy? Yeah. Yeah. Um, what's going on with speech? Is that also like a little bit? Yes, perhaps a little bit lazy. I have lazy speakers in my. Family. Um, and if there's some stuff we can do actually to strengthen, strengthen and stop the fatiguing jaw. of the jaw, yes. um, or is it that it's just the consistency? And yes. so there's no it's like easy. every mouthful is the same. Yes, yes. So yeah, there's a, there's a few things that that could perhaps suggest. Mm. Like you know, if you bite into an apple and you crunch it up, it it's there's oh. juice and there's yeah. roughness and there's smoothness totally. and it's all over so the place. So many different textures. And you've got to pull mouth. it all together, like so you know. But apple juice or apple puree, yeah, easy, just easy, easy. Um, but yes, it could be that it's the same every single spoonful or yeah. bite, so yeah. that's not a There's sensory no surprise. <laughs> surprise. Yeah. Um, so yeah, and it could be it could be yeah jaw strength as well, like yeah. that sourdough bread we had earlier. Yeah, it needed some chewing. Oh yeah, it did. And once yeah. it gets a day old, it's like oh, a, it's a yeah. epic tail. Of that's chewing, right. Which can, you know, <laughs> some kids are just not going to want to do. No, that's a bit right. Too tiring. A particular time of day as well, like if it's by dinner. Yes, um, you've used up all of it. your, you know, your risk-taking and your yeah. energy and your yeah. capacity for yeah. surprises. <laughs> so as far as moving forwards as well for this little um, one, I think they're getting to that age where they're starting to be able to zoom out a little bit. Yes. Um, and so being able to think about helping them have a bit of buy-in to what yeah. might be a benefit. Yes. So they can come up with what might be a benefit of expanding their range over time. Yeah. Um, what might that be? Yeah, and it might be, hey, I might want to travel sometime. Well, I want to be able to go to a restaurant with my friends. And That's right. At fourteen, and eat, at 14 definitely, and go and eat with them and sleep you know, Noticing that it's a little bit limited, I don't like it. Now, she at this point may not care, and yeah. that's. Okay, that's yep. okay. We're looking, we're playing a long game here um, and we can potentially, you know, I guess buy some time yep. with perhaps multivitamin. Yes. In this situation, again, we can't make a specific recommendation, but if someone has a really limited diet, the teen multis are pretty good. They're a nice yep. little mix um, of different nutrients that and are really likely that's to be missing. A, it's like a, it, it's a cover. 
it makes it you less stressed. Gives you, yeah. So you've got a bit of like comfort knowing that there are some of those micronutrients going yeah. in and takes down that pressure yeah. potential. And also potentially um, a fibre. So it might be something else if there's constipation happening. So if someone, I mean, she may well be eating plenty yes. of grains and not yep. be, and be getting enough fibre, yep. but it's quite difficult to get enough fibre without fruit and veg. Yep. So if there's any sort of gastrointestinal upset, particularly constipation, yes. um, considering having a little, having a chat to your pharmacist about what might be a suitable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but again, start low and go slow yes, <laughs> on fibre. Right. Exactly. <laughs> Build up. Definitely. Yes, yeah. So the other thing is I think I guess the family meal sort of structure and pattern so that there are opportunities to be exposed to new things mm. more than once. Yes. That's the other thing too. We know we know exposure is it's repeated yeah. exposure, so yes. not writing anything off after the For sure. And I think um, afternoon tea is often a pretty good yeah. opportunity for that come home hungry yeah so actually being a little bit ahead of the game and be like okay we're gonna have a bit of a spread for our yes. we're all gonna sit down together and yep there's gonna be the stuff we know you're comfortably going to yep. eat yep. but also yeah here's some dip here's some chopped up veggies here's some nuts here's some whatever yep. um and we all sit down and we just make yes. are able to eat enough um yep. to get us through to dinner. dinner so that can be a, a place where there's a good opportunity yes. for yep. adding in some of those yep. things but not relying on them so there's not really a pressure yes that's that right to happen so that's a, yeah i think so too because also, you're back in a safe environment, ideally. Mm. Home shift, yep. hopefully. Home hopefully. is the comfortable, safe place where you can more likely to do it than at school. Yeah, probably. for sure. Um, yeah, so I think, you know, what we've, the, other, the other thing too, um, and it's a concept called um, chaining. Mm. So if a banana smoothie is acceptable, perhaps a banana and strawberry. Strawberry or a banana and like tinned peach, you know, mm. so the colour's not going to be completely different. Like there's, you know, there's not going to be any too many lumps and bumps or, yeah. you know, something like that. Or, um, you know, if zucchini slice is manageable, then maybe you can also put a bit of grated capsicum. Yeah, or something that's or... right. Exactly. So different enough that it's noticeable. But not so different that yeah, it's. Yeah, and not try to hide it. Yes, definitely. Definitely don't try to hide it. Um, be really be... open with, hey, I'd like you to try something yes, else. Yes. Um, I know you like this. I'm trying this. What's different about it? Let it. me know. Let's yep. do an experiment. Yep. Like having that very sort of open yes. um, conversation, hiding. Look, I know heaps of people do it and they do it particularly kids a little. Mm -hmm. um, and a lot of the time it's fine. Yeah, but that's right. Gee, we've had some, I've certainly had some situations with where clients where really it has, not. you know, kicked away for but perfectly safe, yeah. like foods that had previously been accepted because yes. the kid feels tricked. Yeah. Um, and then the trust, that trust in the feeding relationship being eroded yeah. makes it incredibly difficult so I think to move if we're coming to that, like you're thinking, like you said, it's a long game. And a long mm. game is not that the child, you've got the child to eat the things. It's that the child's able to sit comfortably select from a wide range of things feel like no pressure and no do. stress that's right that they can do well enough yeah so, it doesn't need to be yeah perfect yeah um, that they they want to take part totally yeah so and you know it can happen even with like really like my kids who eat huge range of foods um but sometimes if it's not quite exactly how they want it they're like mm. yes um 
I just have wheat bix and yeah. we do let the kids have wheat bix after dinner, but usually only if there's not, not enough of the completely suitable food yeah. that was here. If there is enough food yeah. here yep. to fill you up, yep. um, you're going to have to make do. And we yes. say that a lot of like, it's good enough. Tolerate. It's good enough. You well, need to tolerate that. You're not always going to have had... her personal chef. You're not always going to have me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we had that exact experience. So my youngest child, I was saying before, she's probably of the three, a little bit more cautious. Our middle child just like, go for broke, give me everything, yeah, I'll give it a go. Like and it's a temperament, thing. they're yeah. just different. But my youngest was able to sleep over at her friend's house. Her dad mm. made like a salmon pie <laughs> and like she came home and said, oh, like I had salmon pie and I, was, and they, and I can't remember what the veggies <laughs> were with it. But there were definitely things that she would have chosen not to mm. have at home. But there... Yeah, nice. Her she good manners was she able to put her into. I can. She didn't I get can, so heightened to the point no, she couldn't eat it. She no, was not. Yeah. She's like obviously, you know, she actually quite liked the salmon pie, and she was able to just get down like the broccoli or whatever it was, yeah. or the I don't know, I can't remember now. Nice. Um, and yeah, I think for me, that's a can you make do exactly yeah. right? Yeah. Because um, much it would be great to just all end up with personal chef. And be able to eat well, exactly what yeah, we want, exactly when we feel like it. It's not going to happen. <laughs> Someday you're going to be at your boss's house yeah. and you're going to get served something that's pretty rank and you're going to have to be able to go, mmm, mm. delicious. I still remember, um, so as we have discussed in the pod before, yes, yes. Dan is pork reluctant. Yes. Um, he will eat it. If I could have, but like he's going to eat it. He's not fussy. Um, but I remember when we went to my grandma's, like when we first got engaged, yeah. my grandma invited us over and it was pork roast. Um, and he ate it very happily yeah, and very yeah, politely. Yeah. Um, but I was just sitting there going, and I already knew. You laughed. Possibly. I did laugh. That was um, And then the test. dessert, she made, um, oh, she's just so beautiful. She made, she made a flummery. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So she made oh, like a passion wow. fruit flummery. And Dan is like, I need texture. Like he, can't, he won't eat moose without like something <laughs> crunchy. Like it's got some, like he's, he's like, I just soup has to have bread every mouthful. Yeah, like yeah, there's yeah. just. It just needs texture. Um, if you ever gets put on a puree diet, I'm like, I'm sorry, you're going to get an NG straight away because you will die. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so. Wouldn't. But, yeah, and Flammery and here he ate that as well. And I'm like, mm, see, yeah. like right to the edges of what yeah. is tolerable and you're, you're able to do it. Yes, not that's gonna, right. Um, and that's really the goal, right? Like, yes. To be able to, if you can. Yeah. Well, it's that, it comes back to, you know, what are your values? Yeah. Is it actually important for me to be kind? Yeah. And, you know, yeah, that's right. To be Mm. respectful, to be kind, to be, you know, participative, like, you know, yeah, all of those things. And I think for like a 14-year-old, for this Mm. child, you could be really having those conversations as well about your values. Like, Mm. so, you know, you're going to Natalie's for a sleepover and, you know, her family's Persian. Like, so the (laughs) likelihood, you know, like, you go? Yeah, that's okay, right. Let's help let's, you. let's workshop this. Yeah. Like, what's do we need a backup? We put some up and goes in your yeah, in your that's right. in your bag as well. Yeah, yeah. What's what's <laughs> and like what what do you want to be able to yeah, do? Yeah, and I think that it's really different. Um, so we this, we're getting off topic, but I'm going to say this story anyway. <laughs> um, we listen to as everyone knows, we listen to the Off Menu podcast every single week, and it's really interesting. Like, how often, like you know celebrities are like I don't want to be the person who's asking for things special especially yes. which is really interesting yeah. and then of course we have some people you know, who are like nope this is how it has to be and yeah, I'm going yeah, to yeah. be like I'm like Meg Ryan in yeah, <laughs> whatever but sorry this one the sun or this one this like yes Okay, and that, again, I'm not going to necessarily judge one or the other, but my personally with my values and what I would like my kids to be able to do yes. is the I don't really want to put people out yes. if I don't have to. If it's a yes. medical thing, of course, please do. Yeah, but generally, yep. don't want to make yep. a fuss. That's Putting me. people out can cause injury. 
I fell down the stairs making a salad for someone who was on a no-carb bloody diet. <laughs> I'm not sure you can blame them for that. I can and I will. Because <laughs> the person who was bringing all the fruit and veg and salad and stuff hadn't arrived yet because it was one of those like end-of-season soccer things. So I'd bought all these like really amazing like delicious gourmet sausages and so that mm. was all happening. They weren't going to have any bread. Um, so they had two sausages on their plate. I was like, oh, no, no, no. no. We can so do better like, than that. bolted upstairs, <laughs> cut out like avocado and tomato and olive oil and a bit of salt, pops, yeah, and then quickly skippity do down my stairs and just my foot went out from under me and I landed <laughs> on my back, on Ooh. my elbow, Ooh. smashed my elbow. The salad went up the wall. <laughs> the bowl smashed. I shouldn't be laughing, but this sounds funny. <laughs> and my husband outside goes, What'd you do that for? Oh, like it was a choice. So okay, yes. Yeah, sometimes people get injured, so <laughs> learn to make do. Well, that person can't get injured. They, they made they didn't. celiac. So I feel we, like you know, no. They need. I to. feel like it was Pete Evans' fault. It was back oh. in the paleo day. Oh, it wasn't. Yeah, yeah it wasn't anyway. medically required. No, it was so, definitely not. Again, medical. different families will have different thoughts about <laughs> the level of my. My expectations, yes, your expectations, yes, stuff. Yes. So that's a values thing. Yeah. Um, this is going a bit long. We need to finish up. I've got to go pick up my kids from school. Yeah. Um, I guess the other thing for this family in particular, I probably would just say, have the GP, let's get a blood test for iron. Yep. We're assuming that yep. she's getting a period, yep. 14 maybe, yep. like it's likely. Yes. Um, so that would be because that would be a normal multi is not going to cover iron deficiency. No. You're actually going to need specific yeah, recommendation around iron. iron supplementation. Yep. And low iron can interfere with appetite. Totally. Yeah. And just make you feel I mean, I'm not saying that's the story rubbish. for this kid. No, no, but no. But it absolutely can do that. Yeah. But I think it's important. Like, what do we not do? Pressure. Pressure. Shaming. Yeah. Like, no... Um, Forcing or scaring, yeah, no, trying scaring. to bring your bones and blood. Yeah, no, none no, of that. Don't do that. See, it um, doesn't because it doesn't in the moment. It really doesn't make any difference. And also, it makes them worry about it. Are not concerned Ten, about health. They're they not don't concerned have, about breaking a hip at eighty. No, they're just not. not on their radar. I think the other thing too, as as we finish up, the adults really need to manage their own emotions around this. So yeah. it, it's really got to be, you know. Try not to have the conversation in the moment yeah. when they're resisting. No Actually have losses. that conversation outside of yes. either eating situation. Yeah. Yeah. We, want, we want it to be pleasant at the table. Yeah, make yeah. it somewhere they want to be. Yeah. Yes, that's right. That's I think, is really important. Um, so, yeah, that cool. would be in summary. So just before we finish up, um, we are only a week out from our Diet Culture Spring Clean webinar. That's right. So part of our next round of the Non-Diet yes, Way launch. because our Non-Diet Way, we're opening the doors again on the 3rd of October. Yep. Um, we loved last time. We got to know some beautiful people. We really And did. it was just really lovely to yes. see some changes that people were making and some Oh, someone really booked cool. swimming lessons and bought a cosy. I know. I thought that was lovely. That was so good. Yes. Um, so, yeah, so please head to our website for that information. Yep. We'll put the webinar link in the show notes. And also salad. So we are going to reshare our salad builder. Yes. Um, so if you want to be able to make fun, nice salads. Yeah. Like we had for lunch and I think we're going to put it on the on the Instas on oh, Instagram yeah, yeah, yeah. today the, mm. or yesterday or at some point just go scrolling, find some salad. Um if you want to sort of have just a bit of a scaffold for building that. So we didn't follow the recipe today. Like we no, just threw we just things together and it was great. But is this a good idea to put your leaves on the bottom? Put your leaves Weigh on the bottom. all down. Yes. Or <laughs> if you're having grain, if you have rice or brown rice or quinoa yep, or something, yep. put that down the bottom too. It'll soak up the dressing. Yes, It'll be get the juiciness in there. It'll be great. Um, so that is also available for download. And yep. I think that's it. So, yeah, Diet Culture Spring Clean. 
is our next big thing. Perfect. All right. We'll see you soon. Thanks, everyone. Okay, bye. Bye.